healthcare. It happens here, and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man. Nearly a two-word review just a shit sandwich. That right there is a lot of a Episode 43 of Chunky Glasses, the podcast. Uh, we're back in the basement. We've been doing a few interviews, but uh, now we have like everybody back in one place again. So, hello, Paul. Hello. Uh, Madeline. What's up? And Andre. We're shaking. Back from his adventure in the great beyond. Hey, you know. As Wolverine. Yes. <laughs> Elvis. Elvis. If he was in the Civil War. Elverine. Wolverine was in the Civil War, but that's a yeah, discussion for was, another yeah. podcast. <laughs> Well, it depends on the timeline, right? Yeah, yeah, it okay. does. It does. We don't want to scare Madeline now. She's just yeah. Like, um, yeah, so, uh, like I said, instead of an interview this week, we're going to be back to uh, reviewing a few albums. Uh, this week, in particular, is pretty good because it is Critic Bait Week. Uh, we have new releases from Beck and St. Vincent, who, depending on who you are it may have blown your mind or just pissed you off yeah. but uh we'll just jump right into that and so let's kick things off with beck Story on this album. Well, I- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. off the rails already. Yeah. I think uh, that Beck is so tired of being alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that yeah. was that was uh, the first single, "Blue Moon," off Beck's new album, "Morning Phase," uh, which will be out uh, if you're listening to this on Tuesday. It is out today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think there's really any need to introduce Beck. No. Um, this is his first album, and I, I don't know how many years. Five, uh, I think. Five. Or six years. Music album that he made. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, so far, without it even being out, it's getting the 
critical treatment of like it's it's a musical Jesus <laughs> I oh, think yeah. so far um, we've been listening to it for a few weeks so let's uh, start with you Paul <laughs> <laughs> oh I get to start yeah um, I don't think there's anything particularly impressive about this album and I don't want to get right into the, the critical reaction since we should probably be reviewing this as an yeah. original mm. piece right here but it sounds like a decently made singer-songwriter album without a whole lot of you know discernible personality to it or anything interesting. I mean, yeah. I, for me, what's, what always made Beck interesting, or at least made Beck circa you know at, over a decade ago interesting, was that he tried out new sounds. He had an innovative uh, way with words, where sometimes the actual words didn't make sense, but you got the but he got the meaning across. Like this is very literal. Yeah. And it doesn't have any of the traces of the old Beck that I actually <laughs> yeah. care about in there. So, yeah. I don't know. The album just, it's not doing anything for me. I can't deny that it sounds like someone who knows how to make music made it. It's not yeah. amateur. Oh, yeah, it just yeah. doesn't have anything to say. That I, or at least nothing that I care about. Yeah, I mean, it, it is being billed as the spiritual successor to Sea Change, which, uh, for my money, is probably his best album that's up yeah. there uh, and I think anytime you say that it's it's sort of like that. that's purely marketing speak PR speak and you shouldn't say that ever because um, especially like if you have like uh, that was the marketing talk for uh, Damien Gerardo's album okay, the yeah. difference being that it was it was wrong then but at least that made sense that was a direct sequel his last album sure sure um, so this it just ends up it sounds like I, I don't want to say quite uh, sea change outtakes but there's nothing there's nothing to it beyond like if you love sea change yeah, yeah. you're gonna like this if you like that era of Beck yeah. um, I think it is almost sounds like the demos of some of those songs in a way yeah uh, I mean they made a big deal about assembling the, they got the band back together man oh. and so I mean there is that sound same band yeah, from Sea yeah. Change okay same band from Sea Change um, but like Paul you were saying it's like it doesn't he doesn't seem to have anything to say um, I think if you look at Beck's career mm-hmm. um, I, I I get squirrely uh, anytime anybody refers to an artist as a genius oh, okay and they certainly refer to Beck as a genius. But if you look back at his career, I mean, you look at his first album, uh, Mel Gold, mm-hmm. it, it just came along at the right time in Loser. And it was it, there was some great work on it. As a whole, it's not a great album. Uh, and Odelay was a great album. Yeah. And then everything else has been sort of like him experimenting in the public eye. Uh, and whether, like, I personally don't... I'll take Odelay and Sea Change and just sort of put everything else down but this is a guy who put out an album last year on sheet music like who's he seems to like disappeared up his own ass and like believing the hype and and i'm i'm not sure like i i I don't understand the hype yeah well and i want to say i'm going for this slightly different place than you because i think that sea change is a little overrated honestly like oh sure sure it's a i think it's a good album but for me for my money the era of beck i like is mid '90s, and if I'm going to take Mopey back, I'm taking Mutations. I think that's the yeah, yeah, yeah. album after sure. Odelay right sure. there, and it's been kind of a downhill slide since then. A kind of a slow downhill slide because Midnight Vultures was still a solid album, and like I said, I think Sea Change is a good album as well. But he's lost 
some of that, you know, real unique personality right there. And I'm with you on the, yeah. on the genius thing. If you're, that's a word that should be used sparingly. If you're going to make a case for musical genius, then you better be able to, you know, say why the artist stacks with Mozart or Miles Davis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So Madeline, you're sitting there very quietly. <laughs> um, how do, how does this make you feel? Yeah. Um, well, I, I should disclose that I am not the biggest Beck fan and that okay. I just have never taken the time to really get into his albums. I mean, I know like the hits like Loser and mm-hmm. whatever sure. and liked Sea Change when I listened to it. Um, but as far as this album goes, it's all right. I mean, it's nothing to get like excited about. I think it's I think it serves a certain purpose of like waking up with your morning coffee or mm-hmm. winding down to go to bed. And I don't know that... I mean, maybe that's what he was going for, but I just feel like yeah. someone like Beck, that's not what you should be aiming for. Yeah. It should be, yeah. like, like Paul was saying, like, you know, innovative. Yeah, um, it sounds right. like Beck just sitting around drinking his morning coffee, strumming yeah. a guitar, just singing and whatever like, comes in his head, you know, you know? That's that's fine, but do you need to put out that album? Yeah. And especially one that's right. like, you know, kind of... Other than the sheet music album, you know, this is kind of his first in a while. yeah. And it's just like, kind of like this is the statement he decided I'm going to make right. after six and, years, and, and of, it's sort of a, just an empty statement. It's yeah. like, yeah, like I'm never going to. And it's funny the morning coffee thing. Like I'm never going to reach for this. If I want back with my coffee, I'm going to put on sea change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now I, I, there's another possibility here, which is that he put together a lot of music. Mm-hmm. He said he put together a lot of music during this last six years, which has been, um, by his own admission, a rough time. He changed labels. He was having health problems. Um, and he's got a second album coming out later this year. Right. And this was supposed to be the quote-unquote acoustic album. And then he's got the second album coming out later this year that we don't know what it is that's oh, not is done that yet. Okay. So, you know, we can, we can judge this album on its own merits, and we clearly are, but it's quite possible that... He, you know, there was there, there might have even been reading between the lines some record label politics. Like the last album of his that did really well was Sea Change. He's moving mm-hmm. to a new new record label, a big label. He's on Capitol now, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they might have been like, if you got something that sounds like Sea Change, do the Sea Change, and then you've and got then you can do whatever, you know you've got free reign to do whatever, whatever the heck you, you want, want to do yeah. over here on the side. I just I feel like that should have been done in reverse. I mean, I see what you're saying, but I guess like the way that I would imagine if I were an artist, I'd want to do that is like. Start again with the bang, right, and right. then kind of it reminds me of Ty Segal, mm-hmm. what he did last yeah, year. You yeah. know, he put out whatever it was that was like kind of in your face rock, and then he did the acoustic slowed down thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So I guess it's just a new approach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for but I think for, oh. for someone who makes a big deal about how big a deal he is, <laughs> and he does, mm-hmm. um, at least in public. Uh, yeah, it's it's just a weird, like why bow down to the label? Why? I mean, he doesn't. He, oh well, that was all just that was all just supposition. Oh, on my I, part. I, I understand the supposition, but like, why would you? Like, it's it's probably more spot on than like <laughs> people would like to admit. Mm-hmm. But you know, this is a guy that like honestly, he can record himself farting for forty minutes, and it, people will hail it yeah. as a work of staggering genius. Yeah. Um, you're the timber on that. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. this is this is not offensive though in any way. And when you think about it, and I mean we're being very critical about, you know, this in, in the in the general broad scheme, this is like Yeah. This is very easy entry point for a lot of people back into Beck. Sure. You know I, I just think about it like if 
I think you're right that it's not it's not offensive except that it's back. Like it's only offensive because that's, of expectations. Right. That's the you know, expectations of what you would expect from him. So I think, but, but at the same time, yeah. if you heard this, if you heard this, and it didn't have Beck attached to it, mm-hmm. it just had some dude's name on it. Yeah, you'd listen to two tracks and then you'd flip to the next. Exactly. Thing. Like he'd be opening for Sun Kill And that was what I thought too. Is that there's a lot of people now, especially in the last five six years, with this beer rock thing and everybody going back to the folky acoustic kind of thing that. There's tons of other stuff out there in this category of music that I would definitely reach for it before yeah. this. Yeah. Let's hear let's a song. Uh, this is Morning. Uh, this is actually the first, uh, I guess, track on this. Wake, wake up, Andre. Oh, <laughs> that's that's going to be my new alarm ringtone now. <laughs> Wait, you're not going to wait. You're, is, it, it, it lulls you into sleep. How is that going to work? But it could do both. It's like it lulls yeah. you into sleep oh. and it helps you wake up. Oh, so it's a pleasant awakening? I, I, I mean, it's... It's like a Folgers coffee commercial from like 87. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember those? Yeah. That morning phase brought to you by Folgers. Yeah, remember people, like, the, like mm-hmm. the mom would put the coffee on and people would be like waking yeah. up. Oh, like it's going to be the next uh, the next theme song. It's like, the best part of morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the theme song. 
We're helping Folgers here. Yeah. We're not sponsored by Folgers. This yeah. review brought to you by Hop Slam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, for, yeah, for the record, disclaimer and on. full disclosure, I'm yeah. hungover as balls and just had a Hop Slam. Yeah. Uh, Paul's drinking a Hop Slam. You're, yes. Madeline, you're not drinking, but that's okay. I drank quite a bit yesterday. So. Did you? Oh, yeah. okay. Coffee today. All right. And like I said, I have a test to study for tonight, so... Mm. Nice. Can't indulge. Tests go better with bourbon. Just saying. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if I want to find out. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, so, yeah, we've heard, like, two songs. You, you sort of get the picture. Yeah. I, I don't, like, I am sort of sad. There, there just isn't a lot to say about this record. Yeah. Um, I mean, I will say uh, that just briefly, like, like I was saying, like, it's gross PR speak. It's gross star fucking. It's, like, people, like need Beck to be huge. Yeah. They need, I mean, whatever. And, and, reason, and that's yeah. fine. It'd be nice if, if, if that stopped, it's never going to. No. No. I mean, because, I mean, I know people that are like, this is the most beautiful thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the production. On because it. it's Beck. Yeah. And the production is good. I just feel like people are going to be really disappointed when they go to see Beck and he plays these songs. And, you know, you're just going to want to like take a nap on the floor. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. It'll be the and nap. And then wake the up when tour. he plays the better stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, but but the, I, but I guess what I'm sort of getting at is I don't know if people will because I think people don't uh, people people aren't so far aren't being like critically um, engaging this set of songs. I, I mean, I've seen. It's interesting because I've seen like really hardcore Beck fans be disappointed but I've also seen people really love it and mm-hmm. you know it's, it always is in mm-hmm. the same sentence as sea change yeah um, you know. so I don't know I think it's been pretty polarizing mm-hmm. um, you, not just you know removed from the music journalism aspect just like actual listeners response yeah. right right well there's a long way to go down from like this is like the musical Jesus of albums which yeah. is how which is how it's being sold, Paul. You pulled up a bunch of like reviews. I, this is the greatest singer songwriter album. Uh, no, uh, it was it was worse than that. Ever the, existence. The Daily Beast article that said it was the last oh. singer songwriter oh, album. Yeah, really? Yeah. I mean, they just have to be hy- hyperbolic though to yeah. get readers. Sure, so. sure. Yeah. Hey, I got I, it was clickbait. Yeah. I clicked right. on it. Exactly. So. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I mean, and I don't know. That's a whole different discussion. Yeah. Right. So, Paul. If you want to hear a singer-songwriter album, go listen to that Damien Gerardo album. Fuck yeah. yeah. Or the yeah. Jason Isbell album from there last year. Yeah, exactly. And actually, I'll, I'll, I'll take a second since you mentioned that. Like, I, I said stream it uh, when yeah. Paul and I did the podcast. Um, I, I will change it to buy it because it's fucking... Oh, for Gerardo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The more the more you listen to it, it's just... But yeah. anyways, it's, we're not talking about that one right yeah. now. We're talking about Beck. So, Paul, where do you fall? Don't listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> Not even a pass? Just like, no. Madeline? Yeah. I guess stream it. Hmm? Just for the sake of listening to it. I'll, uh... I'm gonna pass, but I guess I'll maybe hear it at Madeline's house once in a while. <laughs> when, we're, when we're waking up with our morning coffee. Yes. Exactly, yes. Chilling. I, <laughs> I didn't mean that to sound like... I am Chunky glasses scandal. Wow. No, I didn't mean... Uh, never mind. It's a new soap opera brought to you by Chunky Glasses uh, and Folgers <laughs> and Beck. <laughs> and Hops. Okay, we'll have a brunch. We'll have a brunch okay. or something. Okay, no, that's all right. Uh, I'm gonna, Appreciate I, the offer. I'm going to pass and... and go a little further and recommend that like if this at all sounds good to you when you when you do listen to it because you're going to uh 
you're, pick you're up here. sea change because it's yeah. just better. Yeah. And you know, I hate to like frame an album in those terms, but that's just where it's at. So uh, that is back. Ooh. Now we'll move on to my favorite artist, Saint <laughs> Vincent. <laughs> So the name of that song is Digital Witness. Uh, it is off St. Vincent's new self-titled album, St. Vincent, because that makes oh, nice. goddamn hop slam. <laughs> um, uh, St. Vincent is Annie Clark uh, and an assembled assortment of studio musicians. Uh, she has, Paul, what, four albums? Is that, is that what you're saying? Uh, she, she's got four solo albums and then the uh, album she did with David Byrne. Yeah. I think if you are... Uh, consider yourself uh, part of the indie rock tribe, then you probably have had this in your ears many times, and she is high on the list of things that you're looking forward to. Uh, I will go on record as saying that I have never been a fan. Um, you refer to it as Disney rock. I do, but no, actually Jim, De- rock. Wow. Jim Deere Goddess uh, refers to it as Disney rock. Oh. Um, How is that defined? <laughs> Well, now we have to put yeah, a link okay, in there. I'm Thanks. So, I'm okay. sorry. I just, um, yeah. <laughs> um, in my mind, uh, like, uh, I think it's an apt description for, not, I'm not talking about this album yet, but her music in general. Yeah. Um, a lack of uh, discretion in the studio, just sort of like letting everything go and then like throwing everything into it and making it like all like Technicolor and okay, like, oh my yeah. God, look at this. Sure. Uh, and a little like sort of backdoor twee going on okay. um, it's just too much uh, that's Disney Rock so okay, I sure. disagree more but. yeah that <laughs> right 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 so, sounds yeah. like the opposite of what she's doing to me and also wow, how is that even defining Disney Rock that just sounds I like you're know. looking for a pejorative and then defining it afterwards sure a <laughs> <laughs> hundred looks done uh, I was just thinking of the little mermaid <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Andre got well, sidetracked yeah. by uh, like, by seashell bikinis. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, yeah. That's, that's where I my brain went there. I was hanging out with Aladdin or something, you know. Yeah, that. Um, so on this new album, uh, I, I, she is not, uh, to my ears at least, breaking any new ground. Um, I will come out of the gate and like stun. I think people in this room like a little bit say, I didn't hate it. Oh. Whoa! <laughs> There's parts I like. That's actually shocking to me, acceptance. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 As, as a lifelong Saint Vincent hater, baby steps. I can say, um, unlike like this is sort of in the same thing as Beck. Like there is all the hype. Like no matter what she releases, people are going to be like, "This is the musical Jesus album. This is fucking okay. brilliant and stuff." She uh, is though. <laughs> well, I agree. Damn it. Um, <laughs> I was able, I think, to put my reaction to that aside. And so I will start with saying it is 
fun yet disposable dance pop. Now you go, Madeline. <laughs> Putting that on well, the table. I mean, I have to say that as, as much as I do like this album, I love Strange Strange Mercy is my favorite album of hers. And I was looking very forward to this, and it didn't exactly disappoint me. I think you can definitely hear the David Byrne influence, yeah. and I think we were all expecting that, and I would have been a lot more shocked and, you know, surprised if she had just kind of gone completely left field mm-hmm. and didn't even, like, include tinges of that influence. Yeah. yeah. And it, the, you know, the David Byrne influence is something I want to talk about a yeah. little after we get a few... Like, I really want Paul's take on this, but um, I, I will say... Uh, and I think I said it. No, I was talking to Derek. Like David Byrne hasn't, unfortunately, like put out a good album in like a decade. Oh yeah. And I think that's part of the problem. Yeah. Well, I would say he put out a good album with Saint Vincent yeah. about a year and a half ago. See, I and and I and, okay. I, and I, yeah. I disagree though because I, I think David Byrne has a, a penchant now for uh, just sort of wankery mm-hmm. and has for a couple of years uh, since I think uh, was it Grown Up or what was yeah. the last. Been about Grown 15 backwards. years. Yeah, yeah. It's been about 15 years now. Yeah. yeah, and then everything has been sort of this, like, I'm putting out an album because I need to put out an album or whatnot, but it's it's certainly not his best material, and I think uh, I thought the St. Vincent collaboration definitely fell into that vein, and I think this is sort of the same thing. Like, there's a large part of why my reaction to St. Vincent is that, to me, it sounds very sterile and very cold and yeah. there's no uh, there's no emotion in it and I don't trust it as a, as a reason I, I'm gonna actually say that I think some of that's intentional yeah I, I she sure plays one of the things that that I think is great about her is she plays a lot with image and expectations especially regarding uh, uh, female musicians and things like that and 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 the image that she projects. And I think part of that is creating an unexpected uh, iciness mm-hmm. to to some of her sounds. And I think that this album is particularly effective in that. Like, you have some really searching lyrics, I think, but then the studio effects and the way that she chooses to portray them send a different, send a different message. And it's to make you think and it's to make you consider why she made those choices right there. I think the David Byrne influences have only amped that up a little bit more from where she was at with Strange Mercy because these are a lot of the same themes mm-hmm. and you and some of the same song craft that she was exploring on Strange Mercy but with that extra you know burn layer some of the some of the new sounds that she was uh, yeah. that she was working on there and she started writing this album right like within like hours, after yeah, that. of getting of no, getting off tour but, there. But I, I guess I guess my point about the the sterility of it is are are there actually like deep lyrics to be found here, or are these just like very very coldly calculated? Like this is what people want to hear from like their indie rock. Like no, I don't think so at no? all. I think a lot of it is also social commentary, like Digital Witness, mm-hmm. and, and I think the iciness kind of goes hand in hand with that and. I don't. I personally haven't. I think this is kind of like a new frontier in lyricism. Is kind of exploring this the side effects for better or for worse of like being plugged in all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think she's doing that. And but she also a, a lot of the other songs refer back to you know you guess personal things that she's experienced, which is what you heard a lot more on her previous albums. Yeah. And and I think that I I completely agree there, and that she 
also, again, subverts what you expect from a lifetime of listening to the way that most female singer-songwriters have conveyed their emotions here. You hear an iciness and a detachment from... Uh, from a male singer, and a lot of the time I think people give it a little bit more of a pass because guys are generally given are given a little bit more leeway in the in the studio and you expect okay this is a woman who's doing this it's going to be warm it's going to be heartfelt and she is I think kind of kind of revolutionary in subverting gender expectations with regard to uh, to her music <laughs> I'm sort of like uh yeah, I mean, I, I I don't see that side of it, but it's also because I I don't I I, I don't want to say I sort of want to say this right like I don't pay attention to that. Well, too I, I much. so so it's 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 uh, it's simply like I'm not a, like that never crossed my mind. Well, and I and, and I think that's that's perfectly legitimate, but. It, I think it's a very conscious part of what she's doing. I mean, even mm-hmm. even just looking at the album covers that she's put out right. along with them, like it's a complete it's a complete work. And seeing the evolution of the way that she uh, addresses self representation through like the visual medium of her album album covers, dovetailing right. with the song the, the songs that she's mm-hmm. putting on there, I think. Uh, a lot of a lot of artists out there try to uh, t- try to claim that they're making multimedia projects, and it usually falls flat. And yeah. I think that she actually does a good job of making sure that she is interrogating image and sound in a consistent and very interesting and thought provoking way. Okay, let's let's hear uh, a song. Uh, this is uh, Prince Johnny, and then I want to come back and I want to find out what uh, Andre feels about all this.
All right. Uh, now, Andre, before that, that was uh, Prince Johnny. Uh, that was on Prince Johnny. Before we uh, get to, I, I, I have to get that, this out of the way because Please. I have been trying to get it out of the way every podcast. Uh, you may have heard me talk about Poe and her influence on stuff. Poe? Yeah, Poe. So check this out. I'll go. That artist, I think, on a lot of what we're talking about, sure. indie rock, like that, like indie rock was not really in existence when that was out. I want to point out that yeah. I thought Pose Haunted was a fantastic album. Yeah, it was. Like, <laughs> and her brother uh, Mark Danielewski wrote House of Leaves, and she wrote Haunted as a companion book to House of Leaves, yeah. and those that right there. Is a fantastic synergy, and anybody who hasn't yeah. listened to that or read that book yeah. should do both. Yeah, yeah, oh, nice. uh, absolutely. But it maybe so, just came out at the wrong time. Like, if it came out now, do you think I it was would, fairly? It was fairly popular was then, popular? actually. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I wore those albums out. So. Yeah. And, and this album, uh, which one was was that one off of? Uh, that was off of Hello. That was off, I think, your first album. Um, was a huge radio hit. Okay, yeah, but it was so maybe like. You know, thinking about that actually in those terms, like maybe like Annie Clark is actually doing a lot to change the way we think about gender and like who's going to be doing what and stuff. Because mm -hmm. while this was a big hit, like nobody remembers it. Yeah, nobody. And remembers nobody it. was calling it genius. Yeah, it was just like they were like, "Tee hee," she said, "Blow me away." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Saint Vincent is generally very popular outside of a very small realm would you say yeah she's not a she's not like a radio presence or anything no, like that like she's, you don't hear her music anywhere she's, like, you know, she's like walking around town and somebody's like playing it like out of a store or something she's popular in the indie circles but also in artistic circles she does a lot of work with uh, fashion designers and yeah. things like that too so sure. you know it's she is not unpopular but she is not going to well who knows with this album but it's not like she's getting grammy nominations or sell, or making platinum records yeah. so so, Andre, what, what did you think? Well, that, that's the only reason I asked that is because I kind of wonder why. Because it's like the music, like that song we were just listening to, it's like I could see a lot of people enjoying that. But there is this sort of, but then I start to question, well, why are people not really drawn to it in general? And it, and it may come back to this sort of sterility kind of iciness to it that it's not really like... In, it doesn't like pull me in mm -hmm. this is kind of my now perspective to it like I listen to it I'm like oh that's pretty good there's some interesting parts it's unique there's some really interesting guitar playing on it actually that yeah, I was yeah, kind yeah. of like oh wow that's an interesting use of effects on guitars that actually got a little repetitious when I realized she just was doing the same thing over and over and I was like eh, okay it's cool at first you know but um, so it didn't really draw me in you know like 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 you said, that album you just played. Yeah, 
I kind of felt the same. Like, I don't know if people will talk about this 10 years from right, now. Right, right, right. Like, it's, it's interesting to listen to, like, at a point in time. Say, oh, wow, that's really cool. That's interesting. And it may influence people as they move forward. But yeah. I don't know. But, but look, it's just, honestly, it's yeah. uh, I, I think she's much more influential than sure. Poe. But um, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. obviously, <laughs> I will I will make that statement no, definitively. Yeah, it's um, the only thing subjective. you've been absolutely yeah. right about, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> but when you talk about, uh, I mean, when you're talking about popularity, like no, the, yeah. the the major culture moves well behind, like folks who are, sure, who are listening sure. to who are listening and thinking about uh, uh, more innovative forms of music I mean this year everybody was talking about how innovative Lord was and oh, whatever you okay, think yeah. of that album sure, it wasn't sure. innovative sure, like sure. It, and that oh, yeah, was what yeah, people yeah, think yeah. was a new sound right yeah. there well that's and Madeline you look like you, you've been itching to say something well just going back to how some people might not get into St. Vincent right away I don't I mean it's interesting to hear that you mm-hmm. think it might have to do with iciness but I think it has more to do with She's and on any given song, mostly, she has these really weird sounds that, mm-hmm. like, you know, the rest of the song could be pretty digestible, but then she'll throw in a sound that yeah. might just kind of like a real edgy guitar or something. Yeah, I noticed I that's one that, of her trademarks, so dude, to do that, it, it, it is, and that, that's something like I know, um, like Daria isn't a huge fan, uh, and for the reason it because it's fussy, mm-hmm. and that's sort of what, yeah. I was t- what I was trying to get with uh, in my bad definition of Disney rock. Like there is, you can throw in a bunch of stuff in any recording to make it sound cool, but if it doesn't have a purpose, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't I, serve the song. I don't think that it doesn't have a purpose. I think, I mean, one of the reasons that I think Annie Clark is, I mean, just brilliant is for her guitar work. And sure. the fact that she's yeah. not she she claims that she can't read music. Right. She kind of learned it all by ear, and she just messes around and kind of finds what she likes. And mm-hmm. I I think that's one of the ways in which she's brilliant. And so I don't think that on any given song, when there is that kind of fussy guitar, that it mm-hmm. doesn't serve a purpose. It's just kind of it takes a while to kind of yeah. And actually, I mean to be to be clear, I wasn't talking about the guitar she actually is a really good guitar player yeah. like it's just in general the production around it like throwing mm-hmm. in like production choices weird stuff that you could strip like uh you know like i'm shocked that i actually sort of like this album because i, I think it is the least fussy of mm-hmm. her albums you know and it yeah and yeah. so i can get more to the songs that like i'm like oh okay that now i can like see what is going on here instead of yeah. just being like what's over there you know? yeah um which is interesting that that came after the byproduct of being with david byrne because that's my always been my critique of david byrne's solo career is that it got way too fussy as well yeah yeah, yeah. well i think you that uh, like he's like okay now every album has to have you know you know these weird you know beats from other countries and stuff and i have to do that and it's just like my thing now and it's like well I, I think you're right, but I think the interesting thing about her working with David Byrne is that I don't think anybody's going to deny that David Byrne, you know, knows his way around music better than just about anybody oh, else. Definitely. It's oh, just definitely. I don't know. Did you read the book? No, I did not read <laughs> yeah, David so. Byrne's book. But anyway, he's. I, I think at this point, yeah. like, if you can work with David Byrne yeah, and as a mentor, take, maybe. yeah, and take what you need from David from Byrne's him. experience yeah. and the experience of working with him, sure, sure, you can create better individual works right there. Yeah. I, I mean, who knows how much David Byrne even cares about what people think about his albums anymore. He's he really reached, you know, yeah, rock, yeah. rock god emeritus status at this point. Yeah. He can just put out whatever he wants and work with whoever I he wants. I think we're just more sad because... 
Sure. <laughs> I mean, as a listener, you know. Listen, yeah. Bob Dylan was in a commercial during the Super Bowl. Exactly. So. No, yeah. No, yeah. It's all it's all critique. Yeah. That's a good uh, point, though. Um, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I think I think at the end of the day, I think. Um, I will say it is remarkable on her part that like as somebody who's been a lifelong hater of St. Vincent, uh, it got me like into it, and it was and a lot of that was me putting down, like, like ignoring the hype, like yeah. like I can't listen to it as a work of genius because, like you know we played the post song like you can pick any song off that album and it is, close to the same thing, um, and but. As, like, a listening, just listening to it, like, it, it, it's actually sort of fun, which yeah. I didn't expect. Yeah. It's well, sort of a cold fun. Baby steps with Kevin. That's all we can hope for. <laughs> so I think I think that's so so a milestone pa- moment in chunky glasses yeah, here. Yeah. Take note. So, so Paul, like, let's go around. Like, Paul, what do you... Buy it. Buy it. Yeah. Andre? I'm going to stream it. Yeah, I, I'm going to stream it. Uh, I may uh, have been implored to go see her live by not just Paul, but other people. So and may. you're yeah, a super fan after. So. I'd be interested to That's see her live, milestone. actually. Huh? I feel like this would be inter- fairly interesting live. Right. So I right. think I'd be more interested to see the live show than listen to the album. Cool. All right, so um, that is more or less our podcast. Um, if you want to hear us on iTunes, you can do that. If you want to hear us on Stitcher, you can do that, too. Uh, or you can just download it from the site, uh, which has been uh, remarkably low in content lately because we're redesigning. And we're busy because, Madeline, you are interning with the 930 Club. I am. Which is, how is that? It's really, really awesome. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, the rest of us are busy with real jobs. Uh, but hey. we do. We, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't hear it like that. Wow. wow. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Washing dishes is a real job. I know you do. I know you do. I wish you were still the intern because then I can be like, do this. Now I'm just like, fuck. Uh, But uh, coming up in the next few weeks, we have a great conversation with Justin Jones uh, that we taped. Uh, We have a really good conversation with Diarrhea Planet, which is a a couple other people. I know, Andre, I think you're trying to get in touch with Band of Horses so we can do that. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. So there should be a lot of good stuff coming up and uh, a lot of good albums, I think, coming down the pipe. Um, But, yeah. So we'll see you next week. Awesome.